everyone. This is the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bosman, and joining us this week, Michael Damiani. What's up? Ben Moore. Hello. Brandon Jones. Hi. And, big surprise, making this all happen, Ian Hink. Hi. Yay! Yay. <laughs> uh, let's begin corrections. Let's just roll right in. Begin correction music, please. Uh, no, dude. Before corrections, we got to play Glenny's Cauldron. Rewind, rewind. Okay, let's play Glenny's Cauldron. This is where our witch friend Glenny uh, has sent us to the wizard's market to buy some vile ingredients for her most vile video game that will toss the ingredients into the cauldron. Our patrons are the people who sell us these ingredients. We apparently have some very vile patrons. In fact, I, I make the post, for all patrons, $5 and up, I make this post weekly. It's now become 90 two percent glinny's cauldron and then like you know maybe like 10 submissions for love and respect it is mostly glinny stuff um today we're going into a very specific store for some reason these things are highly specific from g the finger redeeming codes found under the cap of participating mountain dew beverages unlocks powerful armor covered in mountain dew branding if you abstain from the promotion your party will occasionally comment about how good a mountain dew would taste about right now <laughs> I, I love, love this <laughs> uh, from Zatvoon Dude. there's a cutscene where all the characters in your party hear news of a death of an NPC that was mentioned once before in the story and they all act incredibly devastated even though this character was ins- insignificant also very good which do we want to buy I mean clearly the Mountain Dew is the worst is that or clearly the, the worst you know, I think I, it's hilarious. I kind of want it. Yeah. yeah, it's the fact that they comment about it. That's you, that's if you the kicker. Don't use yeah. it is yeah. so yeah. funny. It You're walking around your game just like, either that's way. The home run. And it like interrupts like battle sometimes. <laughs> imagine imagine a main character death. Yes. Okay, you've been playing the game for thirty hours. Yeah. Somebody you really care about dies, and they do that thing. Ellipses. Ellipses. I could really go for a mountain. Dew yeah, right now. <laughs> I'm, Ben, I'm picturing, I'm picturing like in Dragon's Dogma where your pawns yeah. just constantly yes! scream yes! the same things over and over. Like, Master, the refreshing taste of Mountain Dew. Would when feel they go, so when they go, right I have now. more information about this quest. A Mountain Dew would really help you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I also love like just like we'll say the we've got to give the NPC a name. I think for this to really truly settle in, Dovis. So if suddenly there's this cutscene where. Like, we find out Dovis is dead, and it's, like, five minutes long. And everyone has their hands in their heads and just... Telling stories. Yeah, like just, like... Dovis. Why Dovis? But then you're done. Then after that cutscene, you're over, whereas Mountain Dew's going to haunt you the whole very time. True, very, you're gonna very be, true. You're literally going to be prepping, going through your stats mm-hmm. for, like, that final battle. You're going to be, like, looking at the staircase going up to the last boss. Oh, I got the... Im- like, I can go for a Mountain Dew right now. Like, it's <laughs> all the way till the very end. I got the impression that, that the spirit of the thing meant that, like... It like haunts the characters that Dovis is dead the entire game. Like they're sad about it forever. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna say they're sad about Dovis for the whole game. And like we never met him. Yeah. And in fact, like when you're up to the final boss, it's like for Dovis! Right. <laughs> for Dovis! <laughs> and so you can never really get why th- that and that's it, right? The final boss does nothing else bad. You just know that he or she killed Dovis at one point. I learned the dark arts for Dovis. <laughs> Yeah, Still, I think that's. I think to me that's worse. Really, the like, Dovis uh, thing. To, more annoying yes. to me. Yes, okay. that's what I mean. Right. The bad, the bad guy never even talks to you. Isn't trying to control any country or anything. All you know about this bad guy is that they at one point killed Dovis. 
Damiani, I need you. I need to hear your opinion on this, man. I mean, I'm just thinking about this NPC cutscene. And yeah. It also being uninterrupted by Mountain Dew. And you can't stack. You can't stack. No. You can't buy the both. NPCs will also be like, don't pour Dovis. And by the way, Mountain Dew. We don't have enough doubloons <laughs> to buy both ingredients, Damiani. I think immersion ruining crap like that would be worse to me. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like we have two for Mountain Dew. Ian, you are, are you a Mountain Dew as well? No, I'm NPC. Oh, which, which one is immersion breaking? NPC thing. The NPC. That's so stupid. Dov- like Dovis. Like who's why would that break your immersion? Because I don't know anything about these people. Them. Have lives outside of the cutscenes, man. That's yeah, that's totally immersive. I get to immersive. know them. It's just other characters telling me they're important. I'm the like, reason I'm not in, for Dovis also, battle? yeah. No, that's dumb. <laughs> I don't want that. At least the Mountain Dew thing I can laugh at. The Mountain Dew thing is less immersion breaking to you than the Dovis problem. That, that is also literally immersion breaking. But yes. The other one is. Story breaking, <laughs> stupid. Non literally. <laughs> but I would be wondering if Dovis. I would be assuming Dovis is more important. Like we're laughing because we know there's nothing else. That's there's the a thing. Player Dovis I d- cannot I d- be important. I don't Dovis know. Is not, yeah, yeah Dovis, Dovis is trivial. That's the whole yes. point of the thing. Yes. But I don't know that as a player. You so do if Dovis indeed. dies, yes. and I'm like, oh, like they're all really affected by that. Okay, there's a cutscene coming that'll explain Dovis. No, and it's not really until the no, end of the game that g- I'm gonna know. No, like you meet Dovis like as just a regular NPC who just says like. Uh, the weapons shop is up the hill. Yeah. And it says, like, Dovis above that, right? right. Like, it is that quality person, Jones. I would I would want it to be such that, like, uh, they talk about Dovis and worry about Dovis so much that, mo- like, 90% of the people playing the game are embarrassed. Like, they think they missed a cutscene or something, and they're too embarrassed to talk about it with their friends because they don't <laughs> yeah. want people to think... the number one search on top <laughs> is, like, it. who was Dovis yeah. on Game Pass? <laughs> and it's like... Everyone's ashamed. A whole thread of people. Like, was there a quest I missed? I'm so sad when Dovis died. <laughs> yeah, other people play into YouTube it. YouTube reactions. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we got a big Dovis at this point. I guess. They're both I, so good. They're both really These good. These are both so good. I am firmly in the Mountain Dew camp, but uh, Dovis is also pretty funny. Yeah. I just think, Do- I think, I think Dovis can be turned into good, and I know it's easy to laugh at Mountain yeah. Dew, but I, I, well, oh. okay. imagine your favorite game had Mountain Dew. To, to me, like... There's I mean, some, Brandon, that I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. There's some RPGs I wouldn't put this past either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, Dovis thing is just, like, an example of really bad writing, whereas... To me, Mountain Dew, it's like Link wearing a Nintendo Switch t-shirt, where it's mm-hmm. just like, this is destroying the reality of this game. <laughs> uh, so for me, that's worse, I guess. All right, so we're 50-50 right now. We need to pick one, or else we walk out of the store, and probably Cost is going to buy both. But we're trying to pick the thing that we think is worse, yes, right? most okay. vile. We're trying to think of the thing that's most vile. I, I guess the one thing I can say against Mountain Dew is, like, mm. there is kind of a... You know, like, imagine you, like... You like get it? Was it Red Storm? Is that the one? What's the Red Mountain Dew? It's, it's red code, red. Red. code Red. Yeah. Code Red. Yeah. So you get a Code Red, and you like type in the Gamer code, and it's like fuel. a red version. And like, I would be oddly excited about that. <laughs> you know? like, there is a part of me that's like, so be it. All right. Strangely stupid. Zatvan dude, we're buying your thing about the cutscene where everybody's sad about Dovis dying. Thank you. We've for really got to play that up. That you say five minutes, and like, I don't, I'm not sure five minutes is going to cut it. Okay, like, they'll have to play it up. This, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ian, we have added stakes now. We're going to actually host a uh, a, a game. What are they called? Jams. Jam. Game jam on itch.io. 
Oh my god, yes. It's, it's going to be a month long, and people can choose whether they want to make Kasarara's game or the They're going to go nuts with Dovis, man. thrilled. They're going to go nuts with Dovis. Like, oh like I want there to be some sort of talisman or ritual that, like, the, the elf in our, our camp or some, some, like, other race in our camp has some sacred funeral that they can only write, that they can only perform once in their lifetime, and they perform that for Dovis. Mm-hmm. You're like, that as oh a player, then I would be like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Prairie their sword? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dovis, Troy Baker. Like, I'm, what, thinking what did I miss? The, <laughs> I'm thinking of the Mortal Kombat crypt. Yeah. And you just spend 15,000 coins and you get like Dovis's headband. <laughs> Mm. And you can't even <laughs> use it, or or you can you spend like you spend like forty five real world dollars to resurrect Dovis, and all he says is the weapon shop is up the road. He just puts him back. Yes, <laughs> you you. That's genius. You hack the game to bring him back. That's all he says. Yeah. Uh, Jones, if you would, now is corrections time. Uh, you cannot, in fact, boil a frog by slowly increasing the heat of a frog in water. What the hell? Uh, Wikipedia calls that a fable. Oh, isn't that funny? Like, it's not even like a long fable, but like, apparently, we can have modern day fables, and that is one. Neat. Yeah. Huh? I, never mind. Never mind. You know that article where, what was it? It was like, video game podcast becomes two hours of inside jokes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I re- <laughs> honestly, I thought I thought boiling the frog was a widely accepted phrase. In fact, I'm still gonna. I mean, it's a widely accepted fable now. It's a fable. Yeah. Uh, uh, through, th- oh, Neo Geo carts were huge. Uh, they were not small. Like, I was thinking of Turbo Graphics cards. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Neo Geo carts are just big chunk lords. Um, I was dismissive of Paragon's player base. I feel bad about that. You know what I mean? It wasn't like Baron Paragon. That game was canceled just because of the oh, wild yeah. success of Fortnite. It wasn't like it wasn't doing okay on its own, so I feel bad about that. My bad. Uh, 3DO didn't have uh, those Zelda games. 3DO had CD the creepy, right. yeah. 3DO had the creepy tall Yoshi games. Right. Yeah. Um, what? I was. What was? Oh, what it had? What had the Zelda games? CDI. CDI had oh, the Zelda CDI. games. And who 3DO. Sent you that correction? Okay, so Ceaseless Discharge was the uh, brother of a council of witch sisters before Dark Souls 1 world fell to ruin. The witches tried a risky spell and failed, turning most almost everybody in their matriarchy into demons, e.g. Quelag and Bed of Chaos. So the brother Ceaseless Discharge guards a gravesite of one of the sisters when you meet him, only turning hostile when you grave rob it. He is a sad boy. What is this a correction of? Yeah, who didn't know that? We were like, we talked about like what, what, what his level of aliveness was of ceaseless discharge. Is, yeah. like, is it just like a, a, a bunch of lava that thinks? Like what, where does that come from? And now Dude, the whole like Quelog, Quelog's sister, like everything, it's very tragic. Yeah. Their whole story. Bed of Chaos is like the matriarch of the whole thing. It's yeah. nuts. <laughs> Surprisingly <laughs> tragic for souls. And correction music. Sorry, one last question. Do you have to grave rob? Do you have to fight ceaseless discharge? No. You it, could leave You get alone. the gold hemmed armor, and it's really, really good. It's like one of the better light armors for the f- majority of the game. So it's a selfish kill. Kind of. You can cheese him real easily. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, hey, we have an update. Uh, we talked a lot about Mortal Kombat 11 last week. Uh, Hubert was uh, very uh, optimistic about the changes that were coming, and I guess they're not too bad. So here's what they did. Uh, one thing is a free gift. You get 500,000 coins, 1,000 soul gems, 500 hearts. Um, but also, uh, generally, rewards improved for the Towers of Time, uh, for online matches, uh, sh- things in the crypt. 
And so, like, to tell if this was, like, good or not, I went to the subreddit for Mortal Kombat, and the the subreddit seems pleased. Hmm. They seem like, yeah, these are good changes. Just just an important thing to point out. You also get Please. a lot more hearts for doing things. So you get, instead of getting one heart per fatality, you get three. Uh, I believe you get five for brutalities. Um, and so you just get more hearts in general. And hearts for nice. mercies now. Yes. So uh, yeah. I think you might have gotten hearts for mercies before. I'm not sure. But yeah, more hearts is good. That was a big thing that they needed to address, and they did it. Yeah. So I can't say like our conversation was is like voided now of last week, right? Like it's still like a crazy like optimized way of keeping people engaged and things like that. But they did put in a, a real effort anyway to try to make it more fun, uh, less intimidating. We'll see. Uh, I'll keep checking that subreddit for you, everybody. Uh, Ian. You've been gone for a while. Hey. Do you remember my favorite way to start a podcast? Uh, like, like a bunch, like, I think it was like being buried up to your shoulders in sand. Was that it? <laughs> That's my favorite vacation, baby. Oh, right. Okay. I got uh, My favorite way to start a podcast uh, is a game announcement. And oh boy, do we have one this week. Madden NFL 20. Guess who the cover athlete is for this year's Madden game? Derek Jeter. Patrick Mahomes, oh, baby. Oh, no. <laughs> Best in the happy. biz. Gets his due <laughs> one year after becoming a starter. Uh, what a cover. Uh, we also had another game announced called Persona 5 Scramble, the Phantom Strikers. So previously, we had heard of, we had read of a game called Persona 5S. I assumed... Many others did, I guess. That That's just the Switch version of Persona 5. Not so. Uh, this is a Musou game. It, it's a collaboration with Atlas and Koei Tecmo. Uh, and it is... Uh, what's the name of that team? Omega Force. Omega Force. Thank you very much. Yeah, it is, it's one of those games where you are fighting hundreds of people. Uh, and the trailer just showed Joker just fighting hundreds of things in a, in a demon realm. Is that correct, Ben? The... <laughs> Is that correct? I mean, we saw very little of the game. Yeah. Um, and I've kind of been up and down about this. It, my, my initial response was, oh, man, out of, like, all the ways that you could do a spinoff, doing a Musou game is not the most original. Um, and so I was a little bit disappointed at first. But I thought about it some more, and I really like Musou games, and I think Omega Force has been going in interesting directions. I like Dragon Quest Heroes. I really like Fire Emblem Warriors. I like Hyrule Wars. I don't think these are, like, outstanding games, but they're games with ideas that try to be true to their series. And depending on the direction that they take it, I think it could be really cool. Um, like, even in the trailer, you can see uh, that when he's attacking, you see, like, the weaknesses thing pop up. So you might have to pay a little bit more attention than you normally do to what type of attacks that you're using to try to get them weak. Maybe that'll prompt an all-out attack. Maybe you have to switch... Uh, Personas out, things like that. And so it, it could be really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, because uh, the games have a lot of characters, but I guess, honestly, like being able to switch personas on the fly would actually change the game a lot. Yeah, from absolutely. From other Warriors-type games, I Yeah, guess. it should be mentioned that only, as far as we know, Royal's coming, so maybe things will change, but only the protagonist can switch between different personas. Everybody else just has... That's what makes him special! Yes. I forgot about that. Yes, so everybody yep, else yep, yep, just yep. has the one... But I think what's cool about these games, and you, you see it in something like Hyrule Warriors, is sometimes they just have a stupid amount of playable characters, and people who wouldn't normally get that attention, they get a chance in a Musou game, and so you might get somebody unexpected. Like, I don't know, Sojuro 
would be really funny. Maybe he attacks people with coffee. I don't know. It it could be wild. Sure. Yeah. Uh, not much details. We know it's coming out next year for the PlayStation 4 and the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So Switch is getting a Persona 5 game. Yeah. So Kyle, I was thinking about this. I want to bounce yeah. this off you. Um, Let's bounce, baby. Again, my initial response was, okay, the only people that are going to play this are the people that are like already in, that already want to see these characters or like Persona and like Musou games. Like, It's a very small audience. But then the more I thought about it, I was like, okay, Persona 5 is a 100-hour RPG. Maybe there are people who just have a Switch that want to play something lighthearted. Maybe this will be a good gateway for them into the world. Maybe a lot of people, this will be kind of their introduction. And I was looking at how long to beat, and Hyrule Warrior is not that long if you just run through the main story. And Fire Emblem... Uh, Warriors, not that long. So maybe maybe it will be a better introduction than I was initially willing to give it credit for. Sure. Damiani, interest level in Persona 5 S. Um, not... I feel like I might need to see more. It's kind of dwindled as each, very, each of these I've played. I mean, it was probably the highest for Hyrule Warriors, and it's gone down with each successive one that, the, that I've tried out. Did you play the Gundam out. one? No, I didn't play that one. Why was that like I really exciting? That one. Yeah, no, it gets boring. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you guys are not disturbing. Yeah, okay, yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, I just uh, I feel like of the the ones I've played, Persona's probably. I mean, even though I played through the games, probably the one I'm least invested in. So that also is kind of like a personal bias going against it as well. Sure. I'm also a little a small bit bummed out that it's not any kind of traditional version of Persona Five. Even if it was just like the vanilla version of it coming to Switch versus, you know, the Royale version. I've been saying for two years straight that Persona 5 is obviously coming to Switch. And now I have to rethink that stance for the first time. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting that that's not happening. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, maybe Ben is right. Maybe maybe this is an alternative that will get more people. Like, it is a gateway. They'll get people interested in Persona series in general or just Persona 5. They'll go play it and they'll do like a deep dive into the series. But I also agree with you, Ben. Like, uh, of all the kind of variations they could have done another Musou spinoff, right. it's just like, this seems to be like the par for the course of every major series. You want to do a w- crazy spinoff? Musou game. Here you go. You know, Omega Force and Team Ninja, go at, hey, go have at it. Yeah, sorry, Techno Goey. It's like, uh, can you do anything else? Like, heck, I would have even been like a Persona card game would have been more surprising than like a Musou game at this point. Yeah. I, I wonder if part of it is just because they have spun off quite a bit already. I mean, you have a fighting game, you have a dancing game, and presumably they're they're working on another fighting game. Arc System Works is working on another fighting game. Is that safe to presume? Well, there, there's rumors cool, going I didn't know on. That. There's cool. rumors going on that, that Arc System Works is working on it, but they got delayed due to the Grand Blue fighting game and for post-release content for Dragon Ball Fighters, and that it uses the Dragon Ball Fighters engine. These are all rumors. Don't don't take this at, at face value. Tasty but rumors, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say it's let's say it's true, right? You've got you've got all these different ways. Uh, you have the dancing game. You have the dungeon crawler, and so I guess on some like where else do you spin off to? I don't know. But something that I like about uh, the fighting games like Arena and Ultimax is they really go for it with their stories. It's not just a rehashing of, of what you've seen before. They, they take these characters and they show them after the fact um, and they, they dig into it. But then if you do that, I guess on some level it kind of makes it harder for new people to go into. So I don't know. It's, you, you're not going to please everybody. Sure. You think about a Persona Kart racer. Those kids aren't old enough to drive. Okay. 
Go-karts. Their personas Go-karts. are. Their personas oh, are. Oh, yes. thank you, man. You saved it. They're in the yes. passenger seat. They're just in the passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Being oh, that's good. No, you're 16 when you drive. They're all 16, right? Y- yeah. The persona well, kids? I guess I can't say they're all 16, but. Okay. Most of them could drive. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, babies are driving carts these days. That's true. Damiani, I'm in. Uh, yeah, I, you know, not too much to say about it because it was a brief and uh, the trailer just showed basically what you would expect to see. It was not a, a surprising trailer after you've accepted the concept. You know, I think, Kyle, you saying that made me realize that if they're going to do a Muso game, they should have shown more. Like, them just saying, like, hey, we're doing a Muso game. Like, I just don't think that on its face is as exciting as it could be. Yeah. And so if they, if they, I don't know, either waited a little bit longer or just had more to show and being like, okay, we're doing a Muso game, but this is it. This is our own thing. I think that would have gone a lot further for a lot of people. It's funny. Uh, there's a moment in the trailer. Uh, obviously, it's the end. It says, for PlayStation 4, uh, sustains that, and then hits on, and Nintendo Switch, as if yeah. that is like in the announcement. That's the impact we're sure. supposed to feel there. I wonder if that's felt. Uh, Jones, before we move on, I want to know your dream game where you are one character murdering hundreds. You know what I mean? Doing cool moves and slaying hundreds uh, of Well, enemies. you're not one character. You're one of, like, you know, 30 or something, right? Like, what's the max characters they cram into these games? Some have one million troops. Ones, millions, troops. But uh, what's... Uh, no, but how many, like, protagonists? Like, like oh, in Hyrule Warrior, when they got to the end of that, how many... Like 30, 40? Yeah. Or, like, but there's not 30 like, on the field at a time, John. No, I know, yeah, but, but it's, it's, it's still a roster I, I care about. Yes. And actually, like, have an opinion about this, but I was like, I don't even know if I need to enter this conversation. Ooh, but, like, I want your opinion. Bring no, it just on, that dude. I, I also love the Muso genre. Like, I, I think it was PS2 that uh, Dynasty Wars came out on, right? Was the first uh, Dynasty PS, Wars? PS1 was, was... I skipped that. I think it was, yeah. like, two or three on PS2 that I checked out. And I remember having a friend being like, this game, you got to see this genre. This game is crazy. You're just this huge battlefield. And, like, GTA 3, like, just came out, so I was, like, really getting into open world games. And I'm like, I love this concept. And I just, like, never had a reason, like, to go back to it. And, like, all the franchises that they've done, I'm like, these are not my franchises. I, I recognize them and I appreciate them, but, like, they're just not my, like, a Final Fantasy Muso, like, day one. I would buy I would, I would buy that. I'm amazed it hasn't happened Ooh, that's yet. that's a good yeah. one. Great like, pick, Jones. It'd be I'm over. with you, Jones. Yeah. You know? That would be like, way more fun than Dissidia, right? Or something. I'd be like, oh, I'm all over it. Yeah. So, it's, so, yeah, whenever I hear a Muso, I'm like, oh, cool. I'm not going to play that only because I'm just not invested in that series. Sure. But anything fitting that model, it's like, oh, I could easily have 30 minutes of fun with every single character they have. Just to be like, oh, what's this move? Oh, like, that's cool. And like, Brandon. There's a spectacle to them that's neat. Can I, can I tell you what I was hoping you were going to say? Sure. <laughs> I was hoping that he would, Brandon would star in the game and he would slay anime fans. That's what I was hoping yeah. for. <laughs> they all they got the tickets and they're running up to the convention. It's like. Jones versus oh, anime fans. No. Yeah, okay. Jones versus I, I have a lot of like wind attacks, so I'm pushing them okay. away. From yeah, the yeah, anime, yeah. I don't want you, know? you like, killing they're, they're the anime fans with their hands, and I'm like, so keep them at a distance. Th- th- this <laughs> it's not right. Th- th- a little bit of a correction um, and a clarification. So Dynasty Warriors originally came out on PS1, but in North America it was a one-on-one fighting game, and then Dynasty Warriors 2, which came out on PS2, is what we know ah. as traditional. MOBA or not MOBA Muso yeah. not MOBA yeah delete your comments Ben got you no uh, I, I knew that but I just like wanted to get it yeah I like that kind of thing yeah right uh, we that have to nuts. talk about VR for a sec uh, because Valve has announced their uh, VR headset officially um, this thing 
is pricey. Yeah. This is a. Are you excited about this? Oh, I just know it's pricey. Okay, <laughs> but I, I am. Yeah, I'm excited about. Uh, there's something I don't know odd that that excites me about that price. About them, like you know, company that has not done this yet entering the market and saying, "This is how much this thing costs." Like this is just basically our our goal, our our benchmark for quality in terms of what we expect Valve to to do in the VR space. So you're properly prepared at home. I'm going to break this down for you. Uh, the headset, just the headset. If you want to buy that alone, that is 500 US dollars. Uh, the controllers. Mm-hmm. By the way, this is it's called the Valve Index. What a name. Index means a lot of things. So saying Valve Index is like, I don't think VR means Anyway, uh, the controllers themselves are 280 US dollars for two. You get two of those. Uh, the base station is 150 US dollars. And those are basically the things you put on your, your ceiling to read where you are in 3D space. Uh, you can get the headset and controllers together for 750 US dollars, presumably using your base station from the Vive headset you already have. Or you can buy the whole big Shimola Headset, controllers, two base stations for one thousand US dollars. Isn't that premium? Isn't that basically the pricing model of the Vive? Uh, I believe that is more expensive than the Vive. Oh yeah, uh, Vive's in the six hundred range. I also, think. Also, am, am I confused? I thought the Vive was like the official Steam. That's what is super confusing. Is that was an official partnership with HTC? Okay, and but now Valve just cannibalizing it. Yeah, yeah. This is Valve saying this is our own. Weird. Val or Vive, it's been nice. HTC, thank you for your time, but now we're, we have our own headset now. Thank you. Huh. Yeah. And didn't Oculus announce a new model today as well? So it's I like, kind of want to dip into that for a second. Yeah, like if we, if we want to do that immediately, let's do it. Uh, yeah, sorry. That's the only, like, I just saw that. I was like, are they just countering them right away? Yeah, it's so good. Kinda, yeah. So this was actually a love and respect uh, question that I'm just going to inject right here because it's extremely related to our discussion. Uh, good evening, allies. Uh, Today, Facebook announced during their F8 conference the release date for the Oculus Quest, their all-new, all-in-one gaming system, as May the 21st, which is very soon. With the Oculus Quest being more like a game console than an accessory, I'm curious your thoughts on it. Do you think people will buy into a console that only does VR? Do you think three weeks is too short of a runway to get people aware of the release? Will any of the allies be buying one? Love and respect Matt. P.S. Tell Jones that Vader Immortal a Star Wars VR series will be coming exclusively to Quest and Rift. To, to, to Rift as well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jones is covered. He's like, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So here's the price of that thing. That's four, 400 US dollars for the 64 gigabyte version, uh, $500 for the 128 gigabyte version. So yeah, I mean, you're just downloading games yeah, directly to your Quest. Um, that is much, much cheaper than even just the headset of the Index. That seems like a... I don't know if this is right, but it sounds like a good idea because all these other ones have been accessories that you need another system to play on, either a PC or a console. Whereas an all-in-one, you just hook it, just turn it on, download the stuff, you go. Yeah. You don't have to worry. Like, remember, I just remember times we tried to use the Vive with like Steam, and it'd be like configuration stuff and like all the setup, and sometimes it'd just have an error or something, and then all the hassle that came with that. It, it seems smart that someone finally just, just decided to do an all-in-one thing like this yeah but i mean it's gonna matter what games are on it and stuff like that's what it always comes down to but you said that exclusive star wars one so hey man eh. i i think it's a, a harder proposition now than it was months ago just because we just had that big drop about the playstation 5 and mm. i i'd like new model of the switch coming out new playstation new xbox and and i want all of those things quite a lot and so an expensive vr headset 
like I'm not going to put that above those new systems. Sure. And Jones, you were excited about this $1,000 proposition. Do you see yourself buying uh, an index or a Quest? Um, I, yeah, if I was to invest in VR, it would be to, to get the best thing on the market. And, 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 and also, uh, uh, Vive has a brand new headset that I have not, I, I haven't used. I yeah. sure I tried it out. Apparently and though, so, index will be the best VR headset, the best controllers, right? It's, so yeah, it is, it's, if you want to be, have the BS VR experience, you're right. That is the index. You yeah. know what makes it better? Like, no, nah, I got a little behind on that. Like they I said so. They, said, they so. said so. Oh, I mean, spec wise, <laughs> and, and like, the people what, what, are excited yeah. about it. Say yeah. so too. And to me, that's just like you know what? I'll take your word for it. Comment section. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll have it. I'm curious because, uh, and this is a moot point, but the Vive and the Oculus felt very different. They're very different, differently constructed devices, and so it's gonna be interesting to see the comfort level, you know, of the of the index. Uh, I'm gonna have to check out both of these things like in person at like a CES or an E3 or something like, sure. before. Um, you make that call. One tiny detail. There's, I do, just, there's no way to visually sell VR. <laughs> like you have to experience it. Um, one thing I do want to add to uh, the index, because as Damiani just said, games are most important than anything. Uh, Valve has said we will be making a game for VR in this year, in 2019. Half-Life 3. It won't be at launch. Kyle, I can't believe I'm saying this, but there was a time when that would have been like... Scream from the rooftops exciting. Yes. And now I'm just like, okay, I'll check it out when you announce it. Like, okay. that's where I'm Valve sure. is for me right now. Sure. Did I say June 28th for, for the index? That's the release date? I don't think I established that. That doesn't sound like you did. Uh, yeah. So well, Artifact is their most recently published game, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. right? Like, it is... They've and lost some credentials, right? Like To, to be clear, credibility, I, I, mean. I played Artifact, I streamed Artifact, and I, I think the ideas in Artifact are really cool, they just weren't able to grab a, a user base and, and keep a user base around. And so it just kind of seems like something that is a little bit dead as a result of that. It, ne it needs an audience. Um, but Valve is just a weird beast now. Like, I don't even know how to feel. Like, the, 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 the golden age of, like, your portals and your Left 4 Deads, your Team Fortresses and all that stuff, it feels like a lifetime ago. What if I told you they were quietly rehiring former Portal writers, you know, people who were on Half-Life teams over the past year? Do you think they're working on VR games? It's just something, Kyle, it's like it's like you need fuel, right? Yeah. And I, it's been empty. The, the tank for, for Valve has been empty for a long time, and so, like, all of these things could be amazing. We could flash forward to when this announcement happens, and I could be on this podcast saying, like, oh, my God, I can't believe how good this looks. But I don't think I'll be there until I see it. Like, sure. I just can't. I have a kind of a weird question. Like, not not really a bad faith kind of thing, but, like, do you think it would be weird of Valve to put all their best talent and stuff into a VR exclusive game where it's like, hey, we're clearly only doing this because we want to sell this VR headset, you know, instead of doing it because they're passionate and making a game that more people could access? Well, they did I mean? it. They did it with Steam, and they did it with Half Life Two, uh, where it was. I, re I remember buying that disc and like installing Steam and, and playing Counter Strike on it. And so, it wouldn't surprise me, I guess, if that was their approach. Yeah, huh. it's an interesting question, Ian, because like, I don't fault anyone for accepting a, an exclusivity deal, right? Right. Making games is expensive, so if you have somebody who will fund your game. Uh, then yes, I don't think it's you are uh, sacrificing your artistry too much by saying like, yeah, I'm sorry, we're exclusive to this platform. 
Uh, Valve, however, owns Valve, right? I have to believe you could just go to Gabe and say, please give me $300 million to make Half-Life 3. It's not going to be VR exclusive. And it could happen in a way. And so your question is like, is it compromising their artistry to make it VR exclusive? And it like kind of is, unless they truly, truly I, believe in VR. I, right. I think they do. I, do I mean, so? yeah. I mean, if you track, like they've they've really been out in front of this in a long way for a long time, and That's they're true. still That's doing true. developments within this space. Like I don't, I don't think it's outlandish to say that a they're extremely picky with what they make and that they've been around this technology long enough where they they think they can do it like i don't know it's that feels contradictory with what i was just saying about valve but i do i do think valve has shown at least that they believe in vr and I, them wanting to make a vr game like if you if you just track about how this thing has been going for the last couple of years that makes a lot of sense to me how do we feel if that VR game coming out this year, 2019, fall 2019, exclusive to Valve Index, Portal 3, how do we feel about that? I think any game that's in their catalog, I would have to be able to tell from the trailer that they clearly wanted to make that game in VR and not they needed to make a game for their VR system to sell it. Right. Sure. Where it's like, whoa, okay, look what they're doing. Like, the Portal ad would be hilarious because it could be all, just all about VR. It could be like the little computer systems, like explaining what, how VR works and what it is. Yeah, and, they made a demo and then for have VR that was Portal. crazy, yeah. you know, like a re- reveal or something that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you like build the machines. Portal and... Portal seems like the last thing on the planet I would want to play in VR. Cuz like think about how much like jumping and whipping yeah, around yeah. you do in that. Like, oh my Motion god. You're right. You have to make some compromises for sure. You'd be nauseous instantly. Yeah. I think people would be very upset and it would make sense that they're upset, but but also at some point somebody's got to do that, right? Like if you're if you're Valve and you're investing in VR and you're making this new platform, you gotta take the plunge, and you gotta you gotta say nope. You can only get this here. I like I I get that on some level. They yeah, all, that's every, what's really every, interesting. Everybody does this, right? If if Sega were to come out with the Dreamcast two tomorrow, they'd be like, hey, you can only get this here. Like yeah, that's that's the rules we've been playing by from the beginning. I guess what makes it complicated, Ben, is they have the platform that you know hundreds of millions of people are on. Right, Steam. They have that, and they would be saying to 99% of the, those people, you cannot play our game. But then it makes the VR less enticing if they just give it to everybody. Yeah. But right. on the flip on the flip side, like, can you imagine the fallout if Half-Life 3 was the game and that it was only on the index? People would go thermonuclear because it's I, this game that they've been waiting for for decades. Yeah, but I, I don't... Or whatever. I mean... <laughs> You never know. I don't think it's going to be Half-Life 3, though. Oh, right. I don't think so either. I think I think Valve is in a position where they could make something brand new, something that doesn't have that legacy tied to it. I but would st- love something brand but new. But still uh, has Valve attached to it. Yes. And that would that would work. I think that's the correct Yeah, that's I think that'd so be my best yeah. guess of what they'd yeah. do. I think they're too smart to use one of their existing things that would anger people. Right, like, even yeah. if it's like Portal, yeah. Peabody and Atlas. It's yeah. like, come on, man. If, if, if they made it Half-Life 3, people yeah. are going to die. <laughs> like, the, the world is going to burn somewhere. And it's, I, that scares me. That's well, not okay. I, I mean, to piggyback okay. on what you said earlier, Ben, where you're just like, I'm kind of desensitized to Valve announcements. Like, even if I saw a kick-ass Half-Life 3 trailer, I would be extremely skeptical. Again, because... I think the thought that would be in my mind the whole time is that like you're only doing this because you're desperate to sell this machine. 
They're like, you're not doing this because this was the best way to continue it. You know, Half-Life 3 hasn't been in production this whole time, and you're just wondering what format to do it. You waited and waited and waited and waited, and then now have this tech, and then now we're doing it. And so as a fan, as someone who desperately wanted Half-Life 3, it's like, am I interested after all this time? I don't know. The cast is probably not going to be the same. I, like, don't, I don't think it's going to be Half-Life 3. Like, um, be or even same. Portal or something some, Something that they're like, ha-ha, look at that. Like, we do have the, you know, Team Fortress 3 or so, you know, like, I'd be like, I don't know. It seems it seems done for the wrong reasons. Do we believe their 2019 game will come out in 2019? I. They're stealthy, man. Who knows? I don't sure. know. They hard, are hard stealthy. Hard to tell what they've been up to. In beta? Beta. Beta 2019. I accept it. Uh, Ian, it's great to have you here. I'm really excited you're here because Thanks. we're playing the gaming game. Oh. Uh, the gaming game is where uh, Ian is having a hard time picking a game to play. A bunch of games were released recently, and so you will be interviewing each of those games, asking them questions, and ultimately you will choose one of the games. These, uh, these games will be represented by our panelists. Uh, they have not yet seen the games that they will be representing, uh, so please open your envelopes, panel. And Ian, uh, go ahead, ask any questions you want. Um, okay, uh, are we doing one, two, three, Brandon, Ben, Damiani? I would use their names for listeners. Sure, sure, good call. Um, Brandon, uh, how important, how important is fashion to you? Very important. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, Ben, I am lactose intolerant. Mm -hmm. Uh, how cheesy would you say you are? Where we're going, there isn't any room for cheese. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Wow. (laughs) Um... (laughs) The audience is like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damiani, would you consider yourself sexy or cute? <laughs> sexy. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, that's the only pause. <laughs> that was the only response after the pause. That's so good. Like, there's nothing he can do oh, about right. it, you know? <laughs> sexy. This is his burden <laughs> to carry. Uh, Brandon. <laughs> yes. Sometimes I like to take things slow, you know, in a relationship. Uh, what would you say, h- how long is your runtime? How long to beat? Uh, to, to beat? Uh, average, but there's, there's a lot to do. Hmm. Okay. There's a lot to me. <laughs> Complicated. Uh, okay. Ben, uh... Experience is important to me. Do you have a leveling system? Uh, there is player progression. But <laughs> I have no idea. Damiani, <laughs> yeah, no uh, uh, I love fun parents. Do you have interesting creators? They are. They're pretty. Uh, I'd say they're very odd. Oh, very odd. Um, we're gonna. I th- feel like Ian has at this point no idea oh, what yeah, any no of these idea. games are. Yeah, so we're yeah. gonna have to elaborate a little more on your okay, answers. Okay. 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 Uh, Brandon. Yes. I like a relationship to be challenging, but sometimes you know you just want to Netflix and chill. Oh yeah. Do you have a difficulty slider? Uh, I have. I have ways to make things really chill. <laughs> I'm creeped out. <laughs> I'm so creeped I think out. That, that answer confused me most of all. 
Please confirm you're not referring to like some really date pill. Chill. Oh, come on. <laughs> that, that, that is what that sounds like. I like, girl, let's oh. get really chill. It's like, what? That was not my read. Okay, that was uh, my read, man. <laughs> Listeners, you did not see the smile I saw. Ben, uh, <laughs> can you see us still spending time together in one year? Absolutely not. Damiani, <laughs> 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 uh, can you cook? Oof. I don't know if you'd like the ingredients, though. Ooh. Oh, nice. Okay. Are you made by so platinum? Much mystery. I'm uh, sorry? Nothing. Not an, not an official question. Uh, Brandon, are you into holding hands in public? Mm-hmm. I have really close friends. Okay. Uh, ben, you know, I think that it's important in a relationship to solve problems through communication and mm. not fighting. Do you have a lot of fighting? in your games? Yes, because what what is left can't communicate all that well, and so really it's the only option. <laughs> okay. Um, Damiani, what would you buy me on our three-month anniversary? Um, how do you feel about... Uh, <laughs> How do you feel about like uh, fashion add-ons and uh, extra uh, extra items that come through uh, come in small amounts? <laughs> <laughs> what extra items that come in small amounts? <laughs> uh, Brilliant rephrasing. Okay, okay. I feel pretty good. All about right, one last one last round. One last round. Okay. Um, hmm. I guess I would ask. Hmm. I guess I would ask that same question to you, Brandon. What would you buy me on our three-month anniversary? Um, something cozy. <laughs> you know, something you can snuggle up next to. Ian, uh, please ask me that question. Okay, <laughs> uh, Ben, same question. A shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so that's it. Oh, okay. Uh, Ian, you must now uh, select uh, the game that you want to play. Uh, but first, uh, let the first game down, and then guess who you think that game is. Okay, I, I'm pretty sure I don't want to play Ben or Damiani's games. Okay, good. Uh, so who do you think Ben is? I think Ben... Uh, I think he's... Are these all upcoming games, or are they... These are all recent released games, within the last month. Oh, okay. Jeez. Uh, then I, I thought it was a different thing that was older. Um, I'm not sure... I'm not sure. Ben, reveal who you are. I am Days Gone. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That fits. <laughs> Damiani, I, are you Metal Gear, or uh, uh, not Metal Gear, Mortal Kombat 11? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. okay. <laughs> Long. <laughs> 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 well, I was going to say uh, Trip to Evo. I was like, that's going to give it away. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, Jones, I, I want to play Jones's. Are you Dreams? No. No. <laughs> What are you? Yoshi's Crafted World. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yep, now everything makes sense. Congratulations, Ian. You get to play Yoshi's Crafted World now. Hey. <laughs> you know, of those three, I would take it. Cool. Do you want to hear that? Sounds like it's podcast halftime. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of April. Sweet Justice, a sound design company from the southern shores of the UK. 
They've worked on some of the biggest AAA titles, the most refreshing indie titles, and collaborated with the best development teams in the world. L. Fanis. Hogue Law Business Law Firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Or at least, that good business lawyer's YouTube and podcast series, Virtual Legality. This week in Virtual Legality, Hogue discusses the potential for legal trouble as Bioware ditches their Anthem roadmap. Thoughts on the biggest box office success that ever was in Avengers Endgame, and, of course... More Game of Thrones. Check it all out at youtube.com slash H-O-E-G law or on your favorite podcast service. Our gifted sponsor this month is the Able Gamers Foundation, a nonprofit charity that aims to improve the overall quality of life for those with disabilities through the power of video games. Creating opportunities that enable play in order to combat social isolation, foster inclusive communities, and improve the quality of life for people with disabilities. The link to donate is in the description. Fangamer, makers of officially licensed merchandise for games like Dark Souls, Hollow Knight, Undertale, Katamari Damacy, and Persona 5. Not to mention, Easy Allies t-shirts. Their newest products include the Hollow Knight Collector's Edition for Switch, PS4, and PC, a Prince and Katamari Magnetic Plush, and a Metaton EX posable figurine from Undertale. Check out their store at Fangamer.com. Car Keys Express. If you need a replacement car key or a remote, check out carkeysexpress.com slash store. Use the coupon code EZA at checkout for free shipping and 10% off of your order. They are proud sponsors of Easy Allies. Y2Kyle89 would like to say goodbye for now, and he'll see you out there, allies. And our mega sponsor, River Horse. Come learn how to kickstart your career in the high-tech world. Riverhorse can teach you the ways of the ServiceNow platform. ServiceNow was named the world's most innovative company of 2018 by Forbes. With over 4,000 customers across all industries, their Now platform has become the way to make work better. The Now platform introduces a wealth of job opportunities. If you're just coming out of school and are looking to advance in your career, there are many official ServiceNow courses that can help you jumpstart your options. With River Horse, you will learn to master ServiceNow capabilities through hands-on, real-world instruction. As an authorized training partner, their education advisors are able to teach over 12 official classes. They offer both public and private classes to suit your needs. Join them at Knowledge 19 in Vegas from May 5th to the 9th, the industry's biggest conference of the year. River Horse will be teaching in the pre-conference training and hosting several events throughout the week. Reach out to them on Twitter or email to join them and get some free swag. They are proud to support the Easy Allies and look forward to supporting all allies that work in the IT industry. Train to transform. Look them up at river-horse.com. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Uh, also, thank you, podcast producers, coming at the end of this very podcast. Also, thank you, River Horse. I believe this is River Horse's last podcast. So. Thank you, River Horse. Thank you for the thank you for the support. Two months. Thank you, Jones, for doing all the reads. Aw, shucks. Thank you, Yoshi's Crafted World. <laughs> Jones, you turned into such a creep when you were trying to embody that game. I, I, just, that wanted to, I just wanted to snuggle. <laughs> I'm, ready. Uh, mm. I'm ready to have a good time. No, Especially when he brought up difficulty options, I was like, oh, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> it wasn't that. It wasn't, oh, baby, take it easy. It was, I have ways to make things extremely chill. <laughs> I was appalled, man. Was I wrong? You're not wrong. Was I wrong? You're not wrong. You were still being Yoshi. (laughs) Uh, 
at this point last week, NPD's dropped. usually drops like after our podcast or right in the middle. Some really interesting stuff, though, so I want to get into it. Oh, no. Uh, we saw the, I don't, we're not going to play the game because okay. we, we're a little game heavy already. Uh, we saw the release of The Division 2, of Sekiro, mm. of MLB The Show, of the Yoshi's Crafted World. Um, and not all five of those games made it into the top five. Just Ooh. tell me Sekiro sold one billion copies. Close to one billion. Great. Uh, it is what? It was the best launch for a FromSoft game. There was that, at least. All right. No way. It's something. <laughs> it's something. <laughs> hey, it's something. Which is actually, honestly, surprising to me. Because I would think that it would be Dark Souls 3, honestly. Hmm. Um, Bloodborne would be hard to beat. But Activision somehow promoted a whole new IP like Sekiro. Um, I feel like I saw a ton of ads for Sekiro. Yeah, there were a lot They must have. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. That's the the Activision bonus. That is why you sign on to them as FromSoft. And you know what I mean? Like a year ago, we're like, why why Activision? Why? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, that's why. I also wonder how much the something like the difficulty conversation helps or hurts. Oh, my goodness. Helps, you think? It's, yeah. just, it's just what everyone's talking about. Right, right. You know? So, yeah. it, so whether that's good or bad or whether that excites you, you know, you start off on the right foot with the game or not, you're still hearing about people talking about it. Yeah. True. And I think helps also good for a game with a weird name. You know, I, I love going back to the announcement. We're like, Sekiro, cool. You know, it's like, so I think it, it just helps to like repeat, 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 get it in the public consciousness. I, I don't, think, saying, I don't yeah. think From Software or Activision like got scared about that debate at all. They were like, oh, yes, keep fighting, keep fighting, <laughs> keep talking about it. Uh, number one, however, is Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Uh, you can't bet against Tom Clancy. You can't bet against Ubisoft. You can't bet against loot. Yeah, you can't bet against loot. It's just going to happen. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, that's cool. Is You know, we talked about how uh, this genre is going to have a hard time, but, like, we're still, like, Division 2 is going to be fine, though, and it totally is, right? It, it's, mm, it's kind of like everybody was like, oh, man, I'm so sick of superhero movies, and then the entire world just goes see superhero movies. Like, yes. are, <laughs> right. Yeah. It is 100% like that. Hey, Division 2. Rocket, uh, number two is Sekiro, which is great. Number three, MLB 19, the show. What? Apparently, that it's best launch for, for the Baseball show. Season. Every time you say the show, really? I just think of that yeah. gross glitch that is awful. Yeah, the Huber glitch. <laughs> the Huber glitch. Yeah. Uh, I, guess, I guess I just, I thought baseball popularity was waning. I, bu- I thought people were getting less interested in baseball. <laughs> I, okay, this sounds dumb, but yeah. I mean it. Has baseball popularity ever waned? Yes. Uh, but... but America, it used to be America's pastime. It okay. used to be that. We okay. all used in this country, yeah. we all used to love baseball, baby. Did you ever love baseball? No, because I'm saying have... then there was the rise of American football, the NFL, the true spirit of this country. You know what I mean? Like that I don't know. I don't know any of this stuff. So yeah. uh baseball, I think in like viewership is number three. Beneath NBA and NFL. Yeah, but that's yeah. still like that a ton. Sense. Yeah. Right? And we're just talking in this country, right? And like worldwide is going to get worse because you got to throw soccer in there. Um, but yeah, it's still a ton. It's it's still, hey, I'm going to be the show still selling. So weird. I got to remind myself every year, this is a Sony exclusive. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. Sony owns a yeah. studio who put, puts this game out every year. Nuts. So yeah, when the PS5 gets announced and in that montage is a dude hitting a home run, it's like, they got to... They gotta let their base know that, yeah. like, hey, imagine the show on PlayStation right. 5. It's an easy thing to take for granted, right? But exciting. people work really hard on it every year, yeah, and, it's, yeah, and it maintains quality. It's crazy. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 was number four, holding Hell strong. Hell right! Yep. 
Uh, you super... those moments where you're like, the world is not as bad as you think it is? <laughs> I, those are few and far between, but yeah, I get those. <laughs> um, super Smash Bros. Ultimate was number five. Nice. Above Red Dead Redemption, still hanging out. Uh, NBA 2K19, still hanging out. GTA 5, still hanging out. <laughs> and out. then we get to Yoshi's Crafted World at number GTA nine. GTA 5, like, holy shit, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't it dip? Isn't it back up? It's back up, baby. Did it get out of the 10 and then we made a big deal about that, that it wasn't in the top 10 anymore? Yeah, we did. We totally I, did. I almost like imagine somebody being like, man, all these new games are coming out. Gotta buy GTA 5. Yeah. yeah. That's well, what it feels like. I mean, like there's the RP stuff on Twitch, which is huge right oh, now. yes. It's been right. huge for a few weeks running. Right. Yeah, it's a good point, I, I wonder if that has anything to do with it. Uh, Kyle, I forget. Do, are these, these don't include DLC, microtransaction stuff? It's just like SKU sales? Yes. Wow. Um, SKU. Uh, with Yoshi and Smash, I should say that Nintendo does not give digital info to the NPDs, so it's not included. Uh, and then finally, number 10 was Call of Duty Black Ops uh, 4, uh, which is surprising. Uh, normally, w- that surprise we have about GTA 5 is also for Call of Duty throughout a year. Mm-hmm. And it's already like, hey, you're number 10, bud. Why don't you pick it up a little? And I think they had what? They had Alcatraz for free in a m- for a month of yeah. April or something? But, uh, okay. I was in Best Buy picking up Move Controllers because Dreams was coming out. And I'm waiting in line behind a guy, and the guy's like, do you have NFL Blitz for the PS4? <laughs> and the guy in Best Buy is like, what? And he's like, NFL Blitz for the PS4. And the guy's like, I don't think NFL Blitz is on the PS4. And he's like, yeah. And he's like talking with his friend. He's like texting to his friend. And he's like, no, nah, he says it's not on there. And he's like, let me check the database. He's like, yeah, I just got Madden on that. And he's like, you sure? And he's like, okay. And the guy's like taking a long time. And eventually another customer service guy like kind of stepped forward. And he's like, I'll take you over here. And I'm like, okay. And like right before I left, I like buy the thing. And I'm walking away because he's got a game. And I'm like, what is he going to get? And the guy's like, oh, well, I'll just get this. Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> All of those NFL I mean, Blitz sales I gotta walk out of this are going something. to GTA Five. That explains we figured it. it out. <laughs> When we joke about the casual audience, right? I also, yeah. I mean, also Man. funny. I don't want to make fun of this guy, but a little bit because it's the idea of walking a into a Best story. Buy to ask mm-hmm. about a, a, a game uh, you know, accessibility is like I would call ahead, I would <laughs> or just order it online. But, but it, um, it's it's to me it seems so obvious, right? I loved NFL Blitz. I played it on my PlayStation One. I, I was played just it on my N64. To a friend about it the other day, yeah. surely there's got to be a version on PlayStation Four. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is. It's just like. You know what I mean? Like, video games aren't important to everyone. Like, it's not something right. I would ever he, criticize. Off topic. I'm yeah. sorry. But the guy was also, he was like, he's like, he's like, I have it on PS3. And the guy's like, can you play PS3 games on PS4? And the best guy's like, no, you can't. He's like, you might be able to on the PS5, actually. And the guy's like, what? Oh, no, no, no. And he's like, no, they just, it's rumors right now about the PlayStation 5. And the guy's like, is that, that out yet? He's no, like, no, 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 no. He's like, no, 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 no. Guy's mind got blown. I get that. Yeah, I just we hang out at Best Buy sometimes, yeah. you know? Like, <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I'll skip that. We got to keep moving on. We have more business to talk about because we had two uh, uh, fiscal uh, financial reports, uh, yearly reports from Sony and Nintendo last week. Nice. Um, who do you want to start with? Sony. Okay, let's start with Sony because they got a lot of good do news. Do they do this every year? Every year, man. Oh, I know Nintendo does it, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I, I mean, they're Sony a publicly does. traded company. They got to. Um, Jones. This last fiscal year for for the game and network division of Sony was their best year ever. On the books, baby. Making more money than ever, which is crazy. Uh, hardware sales, a little bit down, but uh, just network, uh, you know, people buying into PSN and PS Plus and all that, up, and software sales just making up, recouping that. And so they're just making bucks, bucks, bucks. Uh, 
the number of consoles. I, I want to hear a guess from you, Jones. How many how many PS4s have been sold into homes? People going to the store, going to Best Buy and buying. Did we say it was the crazy number? It was like 140 million. Was like what we wanted them to get to. Like breaking 100 was a big deal, mm-hmm. and they weren't there. 100 mil? I'll actually just say 100 John's mil. John's so close, dude. 96.8. Ah. Nice. Well done. Uh, yeah, so they're at 96.8. Uh, here's the 100 mil club. Here's the consoles who are in the 100 mil club. Uh, two handhelds, two consoles. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation 2 is in with about 155 mil. Uh, PlayStation 1 is in with 102 mil. It's safe to assume, I think, PS5 is going to surpass PS1. You know why that is? What? You can play NFL Blitz on your PlayStation 2. <laughs> Very true. Blitz the League. Uh, wait, Blitz the League is PS3, I think. Yeah, Blitz the League is PS3. I'm saying you can play NFL Blitz on your <laughs> PS2. What is it? But like they started numbering them, right? Like I'll get NFL Blitz I mean, 2002. PS2 can play PS1 games. Oh, and very true. Um, and your DVDs. Uh, Nintendo DS is 152 mil, and then Game Boy, which they also loop in color and pocket, is at 118 mil. Um, oh, I'm sorry, three consoles. Wii. Nintendo yeah. Wii, 101 mil. Um, so like... PS4 is about to be god tier status uh, <laughs> among the gods, among the elder <laughs> gods. Uh, it's it's just like there, and yeah. I feel like we got to stop and appreciate that from time to time. Sure. Yeah, we're talking about like next gen. You know what I mean? It's like oh, Sony's really behind here. It's like they destroyed it this gen. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. are, they are an ex- it is an extremely successful console. I- anything you say in, in praise of a company like. Microsoft or Sony or Nintendo gets you labeled in a certain way, but mm-hmm. I really just think they earned it. Like they made some good ass games this generation that mm-hmm. I personally really appreciated, and they made a lot of right calls, especially at the beginning. And so I don't know. I'm happy with this. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I think like it's hard to pin down exactly. You know, the points of success. I feel like associating themselves with what we're just talking about with GTA Five mm-hmm. was. Like, Killer decision. With, with Call of Duty, killer decision. Destiny yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think like those things paid off because you know the, the first few years of exclusives weren't there, right? We had Infamous Second Son, which is sick, but not that kind of like we're talking about it game of the year at the end of the year. You know what I mean? So I, I think it took a while, but they were associated with the games that everybody loved in the meantime. I feel like Sony – okay, obviously you're not going to keep everybody happy, but for lack of a better way to phrase it, Sony kind of kept – everybody happy mm-hmm. i think they kept the guy happy who was going into best buy looking for nfl blitz and people like us yeah and i think that's a pretty huge disparity and it's hard to do convincingly to all those sides and i think they did a pretty nice job i 100 percent agree with that that guy's gonna have a good time with gta 5 he's gonna love of course it. yeah it's gonna be a fine night yeah uh one other thing that from their financial data that is is getting some attention is that uh they actually started with it their presentation talking about playstation now that it has 700,000 users, and that's actually up 40% from last year. Uh, last year had only 10 countries. Now it's 19, so they added some countries. Uh, they also, over the last year, uh, added the download option. And so now it's 40% uh, more users, but that number is 700,000. I saw an article with a headline along the lines of, PlayStation Now is better than you remember, and so I kind of want to try it again. Ooh, Jones tried it. Um, Jones, have you ever downloaded? I think I think you've downloaded the games, right? I did. I've I've since uh, 
dumped them because I'm just not playing those anymore. But I, yeah, I do have access to them anytime. But here's what's nuts is they say that the uh, the gameplay time for downloaded titles is double that of streamed titles. Mm-hmm. And so it almost like defeats the purpose immediately. You know what I mean? Like, oh, then it should be a download service. It should be Game Pass. And they're like, yeah. no, 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 no. It's a streaming thing. You know what I mean? It's like, right. it, it is funny. They're, they are similar services that are treated very dissimilarly. Um, yeah. Hey, man, 700,000. Is that a lot, Jones? Uh, yeah, I think more than maybe that I was expecting, yeah. Okay. And fun for them to get, you know, after Stadia and everything, for them to get, like, their numbers out. You know, just kind of be like, here's where we're at. I here's think that's what, what that is about. the scoreboard is set. I do think that's what I'm, that is I mean, about. move into this. Like, how many people are aware that PlayStation Now is a thing? Probably not that yeah. many. Not, gets, not millions of people. It gets heavy advertisement in the PlayStation Store, for sure. Uh, I think it's sold to you a lot there. Yeah, but is that one of those things where you... You see it, but you don't see it. It is invisible to me. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I. In fact, I can't tell if it's actually for PlayStation Plus or for PlayStation Now. I don't even yeah, know. Your eyes, your eyes just. Yeah, yeah, if it's blue and it has a little blue rectangle in there, like I'm good. Well, right. and on PSN, it's so confusing because it's like I've had PlayStation Plus for ever, and they're still advertising to me that I should buy PlayStation Plus on the PSN. And it's like, why Why am I seeing this at all? I already yeah, have it. I hate that. Hey, man, I own these games. Yeah. Stop that. You know that. Um, <laughs> I think they just like, they, they pay attention to how their delivery is in, and they're like, well, we delivered this ad to this many million people, you know? Yeah. I think it's trash. Uh, well, one last thing from the fiscal report that I wanted to point out that I thought really wasn't really interesting. Uh, in Q1 and Q4, uh, soft, digital share of software sales, uh, 43 and 45%. We're almost at halfway point in some of those quarters. Uh, for some, it was like less. It was like even in the 20s. But uh, I don't know why, you know, in Q1 and Q4, it was greater than. Uh, but that's crazy to me. And so when we look at Nintendo not giving their digital sa- sales data to the NPDs, I think we have to give them way more credit for where those games are slotted in. Right. Um, well, actually, I mean, Nintendo reports, hey, this is exactly how many games we sold. We'll get to them. Um, but yeah, I think that's more than I expected. Half as much. We're... I think at the end of next gen, it's going to be more than. It's going to be like 80, right? Yeah. 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 I don't even think it's going to necessarily take until the end of next gen. Wow. Yeah. Does this include, this includes PC digital though, right? Uh, not for Sony. They were just strictly talking oh, Sony's Q1 Sony. and Q4. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. T- totally nuts to me. But I guess like I, you just got to pay attention more. That is, that is the digital, like that is why games stop is bleeding, hemorrhaging. I would say like, Speaking industry-wide, we've probably already hit that point of half or more. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, man. Crazy to me. Uh, Let us talk about Nintendo, though. Uh, Nintendo had less good news. Hey, still good news. Uh, Switch is selling, baby. Selling like crazy, especially in the U.S. It's basically, like, on track for PS4 numbers. It's probably going to reach that 100 mil someday. Uh, It's not close yet. Um, Here's the bummer, though. (laughs) Is we, Damiani, I think we talked this about this a lot. Last year, they said we're going to sell 20 million Switches in the next fiscal year. Mm-hmm. And we're like, how? They must have a game coming. They must have a plan. There's going to be some secret game coming. If they want to sell 20 mil, here comes the next Mar, you know, something. Uh, pretty, what was it, like halfway point? I think it was the halfway point. They're like, okay, no, mm, 17 mil. That was earlier. It was either December or January this year. They actually said oh, so that'd be Q three. Q three. They said over there. Got Q3 it. Q three report came out. They're like, yeah, we're not hitting. It. You're right. They let the holidays happen before they readjusted, yeah. and then they said 17 mil. Mm-hmm. They did not even hit 17 mil. Uh, they came in at 
16.95. So close. Oh, my goodness. You could have, you could, <laughs> listener, you could have put him over the edge. <laughs> you could have yeah. done that. You could have saved Reggie's job. Uh, so, saved oh Reggie's job. <laughs> They're there. So, uh, selling below expectations, but still selling extremely well. You know, that's where the switch is right now. Um, uh, I wanted to point out Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which sold 13.8 million <laughs> copies, digitally and physically sold. Pretty nuts. It's insane. It has everyone in every sense of the word. Yes. Yeah. I love that, Ben. Yeah. Uh, and one weird statistic that I don't think I've ever seen before, maybe they've done this for a while, I've not seen this one, uh, they had a chart that was uh, uh, titles played on first day of console usage, meaning you've bought a Switch, you turn it on, and you play these games within your first 24 hours. We're keeping track of that. Hmm. Uh, Smash Bros. was played 26% of the time of a new Switch getting turned on. And that number means this this game is selling consoles, basically, is what that yeah. means. Yeah. People who are... Uh, One-fourth of the people who are starting up a new Switch are playing Smash Bros. on that first day. Which is pretty crazy. That's really cool that they yeah. track that. Yeah. Uh, second and third place is Mario Kart 8 and Pokemon Let's Go at 16 to 13%, which is crazy because that is, uh, well, Mario Kart is high on sales, yeah. but uh, Pokemon not as much. I think it's like fifth or sixth on Switch sales, but it did sell consoles clearly. So right. I think that's pretty interesting stuff. I can't wait for Astral Chain to bump them up to that 30%. <laughs> yeah. If only, man. <laughs> if only that were true. <laughs> Oh man, they're like they like they're stopping by the offices of Platinum, just like maybe fiscal year 2019. They're like, so, we can't. All right, <laughs> we're not gonna make it. Uh, if only buy, support that game. Support that game. It's time for love. If, if it's good, hey, if it's good, support. That's the that's the answer, yes. right? I assume yeah. it's going to be good. If it's trash, let it die. Right. Let it just you know. Right. If it's good, support that game. It's time for love and respect. Love and respect. Uh, man, this one's funny. I got to do this one. Um, I just have a funny story for you guys. So a few years ago, I finally broke into the video game industry making small VR games. The first game I was a part of was Spider-Man Homecoming VR. When it came close to release, the camera crew came in to record us for a little promo video. I made sure to wear my Easy Allies shirt as I'm a big fan and was going to be and it was going to be used in some B-roll. I was really excited to tweet everyone at Easy A, but on the following frame trap, Kyle called it stupid. <laughs> and I got really awkward and ended up not saying anything. Oh, no. <laughs> It honestly wasn't even that big of a deal, and nowadays it's something I look back and have a chuckle from time to time. Just something I wanted to share. Love and respect, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. You handled that really well, Stephen. <laughs> Thank you. For Wait, there's that. no like happy second part to that story. Nope. <laughs> you just nope. shattered this. Well, no, so the video like, exists. He just didn't share it. Right. Yeah. So we got to find that video. So, yeah, we got to find that video. Thank you, Stephen. But like, uh, also like. Uh, you know, you move on from other projects, right? Like, your right. first project's everything to you, and then, like, you yeah. hate that project when you're on your next project. I've been there many times where I just, like, you know what? That sucked. Yeah. Dude, Kyle, I, I have those moments, man, where I think, like, people who probably, like, slaved away are hearing me either describe this game incorrectly or trash it or whatever, and you just, you like, you have to. You have to push it out. Yeah. Like, we can't do our job 
if we're th- we're overly thinking about that. It's sure. not that you never you you're going to think about it sometimes, but yeah, you just have to to push it out Man. as best you can. Now every time I call something trash, I'm gonna picture a person who made it wearing an Easy Allies shirt. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like excited <laughs> to just oh, message oh. you and share their stuff with you. They were they were they were typing you a DM in that moment. Yeah. Like, oh, delete, oh, delete, no. delete, 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 delete. <laughs> Gotta say though, I. Many of my problems with Spider-Man Homecoming VR were probably PSVR related. Where it's just like, man, it just sucks. This I hate this. Uh, uh, cool. Yeah, that was. I'm glad you shared that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, let's dig in. Let's dig into this one. You know, sometimes there's some spice when you're about to record a podcast. You just feel it in the air, and you're like, okay, I need to capture this. I need to capture this little lightning bug, put it in a jar. Welcome to the jar, audience. Hello, allies. With the imminent release of the new Pokemon and Sonic live-action movies, there seems to be a stark (laughs) contrast in public opinion uh, between these two. Even though both movies have similar goals in attempting to create live-action game adaptations, Pokemon seems to be largely praised, while Sonic is mostly mocked. Why do you think this is? And in that vein, what is the key to having a successful game movie adaptation i can only remember a few uh decent game adaptations which were critically and commercially successful love and respect rammer teeth teeth good looking teeth okay answer answer me this question yeah what does the sonic the hedgehog movie trailer effectively excitedly capture about the spirit of sonic speed does it excitedly do that in a way where you go like, oh, man, that's so unique to Sonic and super cool? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Nothing. Everybody's like, hey, man, Jim Carrey looks like he's being Jim Carrey in this movie, and I agree. Do you agree? He looks like he's being Jim Carrey. I think he he's being low-key Jim Carrey. He, he doesn't look like he's being Dr. Robotnik. It looks like he, it look. What is this movie trying to do? <laughs> Except have, for Ben, that final frame at the end, like, this one's for the fans. He does look like Dr. Robotnik at the end of the movie. You know, like, why to put that on your why? trailer, you dumbass? Why? why? Yes. But, it, like... Nothing oh. about this movie makes sense, okay? You've got Jim Carrey just being Jim Carrey, yes. which is fine, but not really like evocative of Dr. Robotnik in any way, okay? Mm-hmm. Then you have Sonic in a bag. Why is Sonic being carried around in a bag by a cop? So nobody notices. What part of that is Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> nothing! Absolutely nothing! Nobody at Sonic Team was like, hey, in this next game... He needs to be carried around in a duffel bag by a cop. Yeah. That sucks. Uh-huh. That's not even good. That's just bad. Sonic runs circles around cops. Yes! Yes. Yeah! Jones, you were looking antsy to d- jump in here. Not that antsy. Okay. No, Why, what's it, your take, it, uh, it's, re- it's extremely simple. One... Detective Pikachu takes place in the world these video games take place in. This the show takes place in. Like the 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 lore might be different, or the story might go off in a different direction than some of the games that you're that you've played. But like it's in this world. Yeah. So like even you can difference. appreciate like oh yeah. this Jigglypuff. Oh Jigglypuff looks great. You know. Yeah. It's like you can appreciate these little tiny elements from the world. Nobody has to hide a Jigglypuff in a bag. Right. Yes. And uh, like you know, uh, Ben was illustrating like you, like people are enjoying these visual representations of these characters even if i they don't enjoy it it's it's odd you know it is kind of bizarre to see pikachu but it's just like wow we've seen so many iterations of that this kind of seems to be based on those and this sonic is just unapologetically a completely new like this looks like nothing we have ever seen this character look like before ever yeah and so it's like very boldly making strides like and it's you know for no apparent reason just kind of like no 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 we're not going to take any cues from anything we're going to do our own thing absolutely and then, yeah, it's, it's frustrating, not only, like, the bag, but just 
these actors having to carry the story where it's just like, wait, wait, let James Marsden give you the plot. Wait, you know, let, let's clearly Sonic needs his help. And it's like, why does Sonic need anyone's help? Like he's the hero. It was like, the, I, 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 like, I know this is not a movie to be upset about, but that's why I was tuned out of the Smurfs immediately. I was like, oh, they're making a Smurfs movie. Yes. Oh, it's got humans in it. Never mind. I'm out. I don't care. Because that's crazy. You like, you look at the Smurfs world and you're like, you know what this needs? People. And you're like, why? It's just, they worked. They worked hard on creating all yeah. these characters in this world. Like, I, go there and then yeah. maybe have them come out. But so, it's like, yeah, I get it. It's clearly got to come to our world. Pokemon worlds are ev- evocative of the real world, and so if you make a movie and it, it reminds us of our own world, that makes that makes sense. Mm. Sonic is is. The, part of the beauty of Sonic is it's kind of like Mario, where like you can go anywhere and it can be anything, like Carnival Zone, like that. That is crazy and wild and fun and cool. Green Hill Zone, very colorful and splashy. Like this has none of that at all. Like you could be super crazy and clever and fun, and it just doesn't have any of that soul. Yeah. Uh, l- let me say a positive thing about Sonic. I think Ben Schwartz is very funny. Mm-hmm. Great delivery on Meow. Not a lot, not a lot of Sonic. Not, like, give me more Sonic lines, man. Right. Where, uh, like, mm-hmm. I didn't get that like chili dog eating too yeah, cool for school. He'll Sonic. get there. He'll get, I, the casting was perfect. Not not clear in that trailer. I he think, also just looks horrid. He looks horrid. I think that th- this trailer will help Pokemon or Detective Pikachu. Like it like, already has. Yeah, but I've like, already enjoyed Detective Pikachu because of the trailer of this movie. Like a hundred thousand extra people are gonna go see Detective <laughs> Pikachu because of this trailer. But I, Devil's Advocate, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe I just want to see the world burn. But like, man, this this movie looks like chaotic insanity, and I'm snacking on it. Like Sonic looking so terrible, and everything about this movie seeming so wrong. I'm so there for it. So oh, in. If if I was convinced that it was going to be that, where I could just go and watch like pure insanity, I would be amped. I think it's just going to be boring. It's just going to be bad. Yeah. Even the poster for this that the 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 super wacky Super Mario Brothers movie is better than this because you have two characters now. You know, you have like Mario and Luigi, and like oh, and like Dennis Hopper's in it. Great, he's playing Bowser three. And then in this, it's like it's it's just Sonic. There's some sort of teleportation thing going on with rings. But it's about it. You know, it's really just everyone else. Nah, I think they sold this to Jim Carrey as, like, you are the main character. You know sure. what I mean? Like, the way he, like, signed on to this is, like, you're going to be able to chew up the scenery old school, my friend. That's what it, That's what I hate about his introduction when he's just, like, interrupting the police officer. Yeah. Just, like... Like, military, I think. Oh, military. <laughs> yeah, he's, like... Uh, like, unfunny. There's, like... Yeah. It, where, where's your comedic, like, take on this, man? Yeah. Is there a post credit scene involving Shadow? Yes. Then it, this was all worth. Then it, it would all be worth then it. It's all worth it. Is tails in it? No, no tails in the trailer. He'll be in it. Uh, but I think, like, uh, b- <laughs> besides our complaints, I think Jones touched on the, the truth of it in that, uh, like, it doesn't take place strictly in the games, Jones. Like, it doesn't play by all of the game's rules, but it at least respects Pokemon as like a world, right? Sure. Uh, and so I think that is like why everyone is kind of way more excited about that is that I think even in the first seconds of that trailer, it kind of plays off of everybody's, uh, 
everybody wants to own a Pokemon, right? Like yeah. we all want like want one, and it kind of plays off that the dream of being in the Pokemon world. Even if you're the same exact trailer, but just gave me like 15 seconds at the, at the top of just like this gorgeous Green Hill Zone, and Sonic's like this. He's like this is where I used to live, and yeah. now I live in this stupid place. And you're like, oh, okay, he's kind of stuck here, and so it's yeah. like, well, that sucks. And but he's like, nah, he just lives in a tree. I don't know, like you know. Well, there's yep. one line in the trailer that made me think, like, is he, like, an alien in this movie? I can't remember what it was, but he's just, like, uh, whatever I he said. I think teleportation's going to be, like, a thing. Yeah. So, I don't I don't love all the Pokemon designs in Detective Pikachu. But oh, they're I, awful. But I, I love, like, I think some of them, like, look great. Which one looks great? I think... Well, I'm about to get I think offended. I think Mr. Mime looks great. Oh, oh! <laughs> I think I, like like hideous, hey. but in a way that is great and true to that. that Why he? I think Lickitung <laughs> looks great. <sighs> I think Greninja looks great. I think Charizard looks awesome. What is Charizard? What is, looks, <laughs> what's great? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah. Podcast over. Start the music. What looks bad about Greninja? <laughs> He's gross. Okay. He's gross. Fine, but is he as gross as Sonic? Are you gonna have to stare at him as long as you're gonna have to stare at goddamn Sonic? You're gonna have to stare at Sonic the whole time. You're gonna see these other guys like no. a little bit. Not when he's in the bag, man. The bag's actually gonna be your favorite scene. It's a mercy. The bag is the entire second act. He spends the whole second act in the bag. <laughs> like Gizmo and Gremlins, just get him in the bag. Oh boy! Uh, one more quick question. Uh, hello, uh, what is Casarara's last name? I love and respect Corey. I thought everybody knew this. Uh, it's Heave. <laughs> um, it is now time for bets. Uh, speaking of that, Sonic the Hedgehog trailer currently on YouTube that has 104 thumbs up and 144k thumbs down. Wait, a hundred? Only a hundred and four? K. Sorry, oh, okay. I missed the K. <laughs> Out that, of those 104 thumbs up, how many? How many of those are trolls? All like like Ian, like sarcastic thumbs up? Yeah, like, love yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I bet it's a lot. At least half, right? I would right? never do that. I think half trolls, 10%, I click the wrong button. <laughs> Unknowingly. They are very close to each other. Yeah. Uh, so the differential right now is negative 44K. I was thinking about that. Is the differential actually just straight 44K? How do you say differential? I think it's there are 44,000 thumbs that are between those two. Yeah, I think the, the difference is a positive. The way that yeah. I was just thinking about this bet is like it has this many more up or this many yeah. more down. Whether our numbers start with a, a negative or not, we know what these, those okay. mean. Uh, and that is what we want to know next week. What will that differential be? Brandon Spread. Jones. 90,000. Okay. Ben. 100K. Damiani. Nine Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> 70,000. Uh, you know what I was thinking of is, you know how we talked about like the specific number for people to be like addicted to your game uh, or addicted to the lottery? Like there's just a specific number. There is a specific number of distance between at being asked a question and saying the word sexy, and I think Damiani landed on it. <laughs> he found it. It was very good. <laughs> sexy. Negative uh, <laughs> 44K. Because if, if he said, if he said, oh, we hit the equilibrium, yeah. If he took that long and he said cute, yeah. it wouldn't have come off it the same way. Yeah. It just wouldn't have worked. Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, 60,000 for me. Ooh. Okay, let me lock those in. 
Uh, last week's bet was about Avengers Endgame. We wanted to know what the tomato meter score for it would be. Jones, you bet 96%. Huber bet 85%. He was very confident. Yes. Do you remember how confident he was? Oh, very extremely he confident. did a lot of research. He knew like he knew every single tomato meter for every single Marvel movie. Uh, Brad bet 93%. I bet 83%. I'm gonna ref- oh, you know what? I'll refresh the page right now. Oh, Ian's got it. And the tomato meter is 95%, just one beneath Jones's bet. Holy moly. The confidence didn't work out. That confidence? Well, Humor's- I had a lot of confidence, too. I mean, I was just, I was just, I, I, they just, I, I just read a lot of, like, the, the first people walking out of that premiere, and they were all like, oh, my goodness. I'm like, more, in- I'm, I'm, my mind is blown. But, like, these are <laughs> critics, man. I'm more impressed yeah. by that 95% than the one point whatever billion opening weekend. Yeah. I think Infinity War kind of prepped people, maybe, because Infinity War is, is an odd film, even stranger than Avengers 1 and Avengers 2. It, like, the, it serves the purpose of, of, te- of finishing a story. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people kind of had that sentiment where they're like, well, it's not really a movie. It's just kind of like the chapter 15 or whatever of a book. And so I think they were, like, kind of prepped. I think a lot of people went into Endgame knowing maybe not what was going to happen, but what it was going to be. Yeah. And so I think in those fun ways where it did exceed their expectations, they just like got all bubbly. I don't know. I wasn't after after Huber like stamp you know put his foot down. I was like maybe I'm totally wrong. Yeah. Can you imagine being a Russo brother today? Oh, the top two movies of all time. The top would, two opening weekends at least. I would have my bathtub filled with gravy. <laughs> How much money personally do you think they got? I have no idea. That but would like, be the first thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Like gravy. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's vile. I'd, I'd, I would I would call my assistant. You don't specify to make That's it like hot, though. Chill. You get in it, it's yes. cold gravy, and you're like, cold gravy? Evan, I wanted warm gravy! <laughs> Evan's my assistant. Um, Have you ever bathed in gravy? Never bathed in gravy, man. I need to, like, apparently make a billion dollars opening weekend. You don't need that much money. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, you know what? We could pay the gravy right now. No, 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 yeah. no, because I'll feel weird about it. That's the thing. You're, you're saying you need to yes. reach that point in your life. Yes. Yes. Be like, this is the only path forward for my life now. Yes. Yes. Gravy yeah. bath money, baby. Yes, that is what I mean. What are they doing today? Man. I like it's not the money so much as it is just like we made a ninety five percenter. We made we made a highly successful, well reviewed movie yeah. that wasn't impossible to make. Uh, Enjoy your baths, gentlemen. Um, that's the pen of the podcast. Oh, total score now. Scrappy little pigs ten. Oh, oh, wee. Sorry. One more. Scrappy little pigs ten. Oh, oh. Uh, gorgeous gorilla seven. Oh. <laughs> Ian, it's been rough without you. Oh, gorgeous gorillas are are what three behind now? I I don't traditionally score too hot. In <laughs> Well, you're, you're cutting into the the spread this week pretty well. Yeah, you know, true. The, I'm pretty 60, in the middle. 60, 70, yeah. and 90. So, uh, I got to tell everybody about Patreon.com/slash/EasyAllies. Uh, you bet. You better. You better. You bet. Uh, this is the URL you would want to go to if you are interested in supporting the Easy Allies. Uh, uh, you want to see what else we do, what other kind of weird videos we make. Uh, check that out. I always talk about $5 patrons uh, get this podcast two days early. Hey, if you got excited about a little endgame talk just now, you should know that $1 patrons uh, get access to our exclusive sh- series, uh, one of which is spoiler mode, and there was a spoiler mode recorded today for Avengers Endgame. If you wanted us to dig in and really talk about stuff and we're disappointed that we kind of glossed over it in this podcast get ready how long was it over two, two hours. hours over two hours yeah so any patron dollar up any single patron gets uh, access to that video um oh no <laughs> 
I got bad news. Casarara <laughs> just IM'd me. Uh, he just he, got off the phone with Mountain Dew. Yeah, he just got the thing. He got the Mountain Dew deal. Damn it. He said Code Red, apparently part of the package. He's bragging about it. So uh, I guess that's his. <sighs> you know what? I think, um, I think next week we'll do three. Because Casarara is one ahead of us now. I think we should buy two out of three. And then... You know, leave one at the store. Oh, okay. Because uh, I don't think it's fair for Casarara to have one other ingredient that we don't have. We got to save up doubloons, though. Yeah, save our doubloons. Someone's going to. You this leave week. that on the table. Someone's going to take it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, that is that is it. That is it. Jones, you ready to take it away? Yeah. Uh, you won the bet. You get the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like to promote. You get to sign off with a trademark sign off, and you get the final word on anything you've disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped into your head in that moment. Go ahead. Sweet. You can follow me at Trailer Jones. I'm sorry, Jones. One last thing. What? An extremely popular segment Tech Update with Ian Hink. Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh, right. Yes. Uh, we uh, kind of fixed the lights. I noticed that a different one went out during the <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that too. Some blinked. Uh, and the desk <laughs> blinked a little bit. But I have a way to address it maybe now, actually involving DMX addresses, that can fix it. But we fixed that other one. So I can check connections now. She showed me what to do. So it's within our hands to maybe fix it. Uh, but yeah, it's... Yeah, and I'll be gone again next week just uh, to let you heads up. But, uh, yeah, we're working on it. I'm sorry, Ian, I'm really sorry to do that. I thought I did not see a flicker throughout this whole podcast. I thought, like, we're going to be, like, dancing. uh, It was behind Jones, and then the front desk flashed just for a second, the top bar. But, uh, yeah, bottom scenic wall stage right went out for a second, So which is left to the viewers scenic wall stage right yeah which has never gone out before or at least i don't remember that one going out yeah also we didn't do a fantasy update on this podcast because i don't want to do like more than one a month but i was winning for a second yeah uh there was a big shift last few weeks i'm down big time ian way up it's ugly i think don's up now Uh, don's up big time too yeah i'm checking now how did left alive not bury you uh i I thought left alive was gonna be great for me What what do we have left alive Left Alive or Days Gone? Oh, I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't draft Left Alive. Yeah, nobody, oh, I think nobody got. It was okay. my pop tart, but I did not have confidence. Nobody in it. got okay. Left Alive. It's Days Gone with a seventy-two, dude. Yeah. Days Gone. Why? I counterpicked it though. And you I counterpicked lost a point. it. I lost a point on that because it's above seventy. But like, I lost eleven because of Anno eighteen eighty though. So right, like, losing right. one is no big whoop yeah. compared to what Anno did to me. <laughs> so, yeah. I am so after right, right now. Right now, Bossman has forty-six. I've got fifty-six, and Don has sixty-eight. Oh, I need some pickups. That's also, it's so perfect that all of Don's games are almost exactly 80. Yeah. It's like, just so perfect. Don didn't pick, like, extreme winners. He picked sure things, which is the way yeah, to win, apparently. that's the way to do it. Oh, I'm hurt. Day's gone. You hurt me. Wait till the control comes out, baby. <laughs> I'm going to smoke you. So I'm glad we, we ended up getting a fantasy update in here anyway. Uh, John, sorry. You have the microphone again. That's all right. Uh, I recommend that you check out because i don't believe it's been posted next uh, yet the new episode of frame trap it has been it has been yeah it is now up uh you can go watch that that is with uh mr kyle bossman who apparently rags on dreams you're just like no. oh, i'm not into dreams anymore no 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 uh, that's what? not saying i'm not into dreams anymore is not ragging on dreams kyle, what kyle said you, i kyle? think that maybe i haven't looked at the comments but yeah. I, I imagine what maybe is causing some problems is kyle said I expected the creations to be better than they are. Ooh, that was probably pretty mean. That yeah, was probably the meanest yeah. thing I said. 
Yeah. As you I know, just, when you dream I, surfing, I streamed it this morning. As yeah. I stream every Tuesday morning, and and uh, he uh, another little plug there. I squeezed in, and uh, people before the stream were like, "Jones is our only hope." Ian's <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> out, and Boss was not interested anymore. Why, why am I out? Play I'm still Jones. learning it. Um, well, no, just that you've been uh, you've oh, been out of town, literally out. Yeah. Um, so I'm like holding the torch. Yeah. And I'm I'm excited to tell you about not to steal dreams of the conversation, but I'm excited to to. to Pass on my knowledge of dreams and things that uh, like uh, hurdles I had to get over. That I'm like, I think this might be issues that you're facing, and uh, and literally even like a week later, like a lot of really cool stuff is is coming into that uh, Jones that shop. Really cool stuff. Just the beginning, because like what a lot of people do is they'll make stuff and then be like, all right, I'm starting this. And so you'll play like, oh, this is neat. Oh, it's over. Okay, well they're gonna keep they're gonna continue with it. Because like here's here's what gets headlines. This makes me furious. It's like this person made the opening of Spider-Man in Dreams. Right. And it's like I know that was really hard work. This is not easy. Yeah. But like, that's dude, what I'm here for. But also like, way worse. It doesn't look like that's not what the opening of Spider-Man looks like. You know what I mean? So it's just like, <laughs> it's like this person made Minecraft, and it's like, no, you did not make Minecraft. I do see some really, really good stuff, and it's yeah. not those. It's not like this person made this in, in dreams, you know? Kyle, I don't know how well the audience would take it, uh-huh. but just me on a, on a personal viewer level, if we just had, like, a show where you just ripped on dreams things, I would find it hysterical. I think it'd have I, to be... I, I select, like, custom pick the ones you're yeah, going to play. Yeah. I think it'd have to be me and Jones. I think, like, you know, like, a Simon Cowell would not work at his own show. American Idol is just Simon telling people they're not yeah. that good. Right. But, but you're, you're not... Simon Cowell, because what you liked that unicorn thing? You thought it was the best thing that was ever made. Simon cries sometimes, man. He, he sometimes he he likes things. He doesn't hate yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I can understand it. <laughs> Wait, are you saying you could not understand Unicorn Grove? Not that <laughs> level of affection versus everything else. I saw that part. It was pretty good. Well, I. Maybe I just don't. Maybe it's just me. Maybe everyone else understands. But sometimes I'm confused. But I find joy in that confusion. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brandon. I'm oh, that's fine. Your well, phone. I was originally talking about Frame Trap, so we can talk yeah. about dreams as much as we yeah. want. But, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Frame Trap. Kyle, who's wonderful on his own, but yeah, also yeah. the very wonderful Maximilian Dude joined us for that episode of Frame Trap. Yeah. And I'm very much, now that that's been published, I'm very much looking forward to, uh, to, to diving into the deep end of that uh, podcast episode um, because we uh, have, um, you know, talked to him on social media over the years, but I've never collaborated directly. And so uh, thank you very much to Max for coming in and sitting down on our stage. For four hours. For four hours. Don't you sign off without a final word? I'm going to do my final word. Okay, just making sure. You picked up the Listeners, he picked up the mug, which is always the sign-off. I got nervous. Final word. The end is part of the journey. Cheers. Is that a BBT spoiler? The Easy Allies would like to thank our Patreon podcast producers. We apologize in advance for all the ally names we are about to misspell and mispronounce. River Horse, Able Gamers, Car Keys Express, El Fanis, Fan Gamer, Hogue Law, Sweet Justice, Y2Kyle89, Blue, Jojo Dentco, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Accounts Payable, Caleb Crawford, OM Hochstetler, Oh Yes, Cool Great, Nick, Walker Hope, Sam G, Will Schmuck, Michael Yao, Bradley Speeds, Jay Shee, 
Paulo Costabel, Professor Metal Gear, Jake Musser, Richard G. Flowers, Beaten Down Brian, Dave Red, Zachary Wingate, Jan Tyson, Ken Layer, Corey Jackson, Dan Sebring, Michael Bisegli, David Balfour, Andrew Reif, Sigma, Tim O'Keefe, Ethan R.C., Mick Roper, Robert Stoffel, Hayden Hargraves, Mylene LaPearl Vanass, Damnable Nook, Anti Ataraxia, Ali Cat, Happy Gaming, Demos Clay, Chum Nguyen, Miguel Rivas, Discarded Digit, Thomas Wigginton Jr., Neil Bruce, Matthew Pauling, Gino A. Leet, James Vitt, Jason A. Sackle, Luke Bennett, Candy Coated Thorns, 44 Stars, Jenny Markula, G. Levin, G. Ken, Stephen Thomason, Yasser Kurbushi, Hitman 47, Ryan Anderson, Marcel Giru 17 Frolic, Samsa Stormbomb, Alex A.I., Niz Klojgaard, Rack, John Burns, Flotovin, Brad Lohman, DRD 7 of 14, Brad Grenz, Todd Yurkovic, Joe Burns, Patrick Chong, Sam Hendrick, Jif W52, Andy Drew, Lars Berger, Jordan Kirk, Steve Fallon, Stephen Last, HMS May Cry, The Banana Forklift Killer, Joachim Morovuo, Mango, Kelvin Hartanto, Marcel Markov, David Wen, Jesper Lawson, Oni Black Mage, Matthew Holcomb, Daryl Schramm, Brent Phillips, Catherine Lai, Gary James, John Santoro, Neuromod, Robert Crouch, Mikhail Aniel, Ulf himself, Jeffrey Ruchtenwald, Rainier Dennis Bautista, Wavering Radiant, Scott Adams, V8 Dave, Leroy Anderson, Eric Gustafson, Paul Sway, Toasty Soul, Christian Hundorf, Daniel Fuchs, Tony Knox, I Sunchor, Forrest, Caleb Ledoux, Mike Hook One, Vilar, Mauricio Fuentes, Token Gamer, Quick Scares, Ian Ladarzik, Brian Foster, The Classiest Hobo, Vokaiser, Madman Kevin, Zintrax, Corey Landega, Unlucky Irish, Modren, Pooh Strongbeard, Paul Bishop, Travis Miosi, Carl Williams, Jalen Scott, Jake in Japan, Brandon White, Sean Mackey, Gabriel Aberg, Morpheus, Sean M. Gabaldon, Reed Johnson, Joe Rutsky, Nergal131, Manuel Thomas, Peter Wen, Adam Scherenbrock, Not Jack, Kurzus Stavrogowski, Volker Bach, James Vest, Allison Burt, Ryan Feller, Jesse Ray, Bjornar Haraldvik, Blake Bonsack, Sean Day Almeida, Cisco Ace Jackson Garcia, Kiraz, Trizak, Wouter DeHaze, Matthew Holmes, Eric Maynard, Fabian Winkler, General Piet, Hassan Kiat, Leon Keyes, Raymond Lee, Clay Roberts, JC3, Adam Lindsay, Shauna Metz, Todd Paxton, Faraz Rizvi, Andreas Bard, Jared Wheeler, Jeff Easton, Dakota Hayes, Matthew Brown, Zustick, Don Turner, Misuki211, Alexander Zirianov, Aaron Kirk, Jesse Fish, Paul Molson, Jason Joint, Edison S. Prada Jr., Alexander Braveglieri, Sarah Wampler, Travis Ng, Ahmad Al Rashed, Butt Puddin, Tuttle, Furious Action Gamer, Jonathan and Amy Alconis, Stuart Sidall, Michael Schreiber, Mac Reed, Haley Hill, Andrew Stoke, Matt Gunther, There Is No Dana, Only Zool, Evan Ang, Joshua Vanswall, 1D10 The Show, Kyle Quintero, Sebastian Trier, Aurelian Grenier, Michael Pliskin, Bonnie and Jason Connor, BB Chan, Wen Sean, Stephen Walther, Matt, Kevin Camposano, Carlos Zuniga, Diggles, Ryan Cohen, XWF Outlaw, Ibrahim Sozer, Jack Cullen, Momo Rashid, Rickard Embaum, Michael Clendenan, Red Roll Art, 
Sean German Efficiency Clinton, S Snake 24, Lee Young, Timo Yeager, Lindsey Wells, Eddie Reisner, Chase Caldwell, Halkin Sturz and Sturz, Nicholas Kroboff, Mikey Mizek Novak, Joey Din, Luca Martini, Adam Henry, Ms. Racy, Beautiful Kai, Sean Rowe, Caffeine Rage, David Kennedy, Strikeout NZ, Michael Lay, Kenneth Brosius, Mike Calvi, Anthony Daniel Galvin, Daniel Wong, Hadi Ali, Jameson Anderson, Noah Weinstein, Vincent Foliat, Hachitron, Ahab, Neobear, Sebastian Olson, Matthew Migler, Santiago Carrillo, Alex Glass, Junya Motomura, Delisi, Tim Strothman, Mithers Strongbeard, Daniel Data, Nycrypt, Mons Anderson, Ivan Skogheim, Jai Aldiar, Morgan Wirth, Sam Sorensen, Awesome Express, Matt Ferguson, Michelle Singh, Felipe Aguilera, William Heaney, Christer Lundmark, Tim Mann, Chris the Pianist, Michelle Nubb, Michael Stevens, Sandra and Richard Acero, Andrew Smith, Battleox, Tiana Salazar, Randy Blakely, Pablo Rodriguez, Matthew Colomb, Stephen N. Parker, Jordan Phillips, Mick Malloy, Philip Klarskov Jensen, Sun Pham, Jamies, David Amaro, Alex Monaco, Jacob Blobong, Arthur Henrique Chinaglia, Zach Kaczynski, Jamison Lapine, Nuno Amaral, David Boyarski, Rahiv Maharaj, Ryan Wagner, Pete Cerny, Joachim Wiederberg, Christopher Santis, Egg Stravaganza, Gali Gutierrez, Chris LaRue, The Fatty Show, Tender Brew, Jason Shields, Mohanad Saber, Sud Almasafer, Stephen Cassell, Remy Loisel, Michael Kozachenko, Michael Bologna, Pete Shoemaker, Repus Edud, Irvin De La Torre, Max Harms, Cyberboa, Christophe Fatui, Azazel Valkyrie, G.W. Fox, Alexander McGeekern, Jeffrey Murillo, Mazrim Tain, Chris Bennett, Liam Ahern, Crediar, Jesse Fatelli, A Pack of Puppies, V. Cura Ray, Tristan Howard, Jason I, Ronka Q, Sean Cornett, Andy Marks, Jeremiah Snowden, Materia Addict, Robert I, Will Arrowwood, Tyler Wallace, Julius Garcia, Blastermaster, Gustav Strombom, Christoph Packlinger, Alex Lavanier, Ian Anderson, Nefertiti Jenkins, Malcolm Moschette, Adam, Cal, Joel Olson, Quinn Riley, Robert Ori Einerson, Christopher Donnelly, Michael Rebelato, Matt Karwaski, Patrick, Logan Young, Trevor Thomas, Ray Smith, Toby D. Schneider, Matthias Clare, Self-Imposed Illegitimate Child, Joel Short, Marco Hernandez, Magnus Rasmussen, Rob Vedvik, Clinton Hayes, Seyun Kim, Struggler, Jose Gutierrez, Tense George, Dominic Brown, Sal Ramon, Chad McIntosh, Bunny Chen, Isaac Swanson, Joey and Kate, Raymond Chow, Kari Carson, Ian Anderson, Zahid Hosseini Karami, Dan Pan 16, C.S. Lewis, Orukuchino, Splontot, Jana, Roy Sung, Kim Monk Vonderleith Hogginson Peterson, Colin Hoyleman, Reed Marlett, Thorfkin, Jethrin, Max His Shame Terman, Shanley Ladia, Rerun, Linson Wu, Luisa Barra, Philip Higdon, James Brown, Max Cannon, Spencer Stevens, Supernova Smith, Russell Bateman, BM5, Richard Gunther, Jesse Blue, Ivan Ponce, Jay Potter, Christopher A. Butler, Sean Essen, Sebastian Urban, Matt Ford, Marco Zanone, Alec Church, Culinary Stud.